You're listening to Real Conversations with Jacob Young, sponsored by Boys Town, saving children, healing families for over a hundred years. Also sponsored by Lane Frost Brand, made for the champion in you. And be sure to use Jacob 15 to save on anything and everything Lane Frost Brand. My guest this week is one of the stars of the hit Paramount Plus series, 1883. For more than half of his life, he's been seen in over 30 TV shows and movies. He's an Emmy Award-winning actor who's also happened to play the role of my son, A.J. Chandler, after he grew up in the Hulu revival of All My Children. But at the age of 23, he became the youngest producer to ever win an Emmy Award for the web series The Bay. He's also a Tony Award-winning producer for the epic Broadway play The Inheritance. You know him as the cowboy Ennis, who escorts the characters of 1883 North to find a home. My guest this week is actor-producer Eric Nelson. You know what time it is. It's time to keep it real with Real Conversations with Jacob Young. Eric, thanks for joining me today. (laughs) Oh, man, it's good to be here. I need that introduction in my daily life because that just got me fired up. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's amazing when you you dig in and you find all the stuff that everybody has done, and and you've had quite the career, my, my friend. Well, thank you. And, you know, although we didn't we didn't technically get the cross paths on all my children, uh, it, it is kind of cool knowing that we kind of got to, you know, be in that same world for for a little bit there. So absolutely. I mean, it's that six degrees of separation. Yep. One hundred percent. Well, I'm so proud to say that you did grow up as my son. But most importantly, congratulations on the success of 1883. Thank you. Thank you so much. It, I mean, really, it's just been this roller coaster of a ride that just seems to just kind of keep going up, 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 up. And I'm just waiting for the drop, but it doesn't seem to be coming. So it's, you know, coming into it is interesting because, you know, piggybacking off of Yellowstone success, we kind of had this set expectation. Uh, the flip side, it was nice because we had all these fans already in place for us, which was cool. But then, you know, that expectation was so high because Yellowstone has just gone on to, to be what it is. And we all love it so much. And so it was like, oh, gosh, we can't mess this up. Like, there's way too much riding on this. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we were able to, to see it through. And um, it, it seems like the world is, is responding so well to it. So it's been a dream. Yeah. No, I, every time I mention it, somebody, they're like, oh, I cried my eyes out. Oh, I'm not trying to give anything away. Um, but yeah. uh, <laughs> before we jump into the Yellowstone or the, the, the prequel 1883, take me back to your early days, your very early days of your life. Sure, man. Uh, you know, I'm actually originally from South Florida. Uh, both, both my parents are from Duluth, Minnesota and, and they're big horse people. My dad was a, a, a thoroughbred polo horse trainer most of his life and mom showed horses and all that. Um, uh, but they had me in Florida and uh, we had a ranch out there with some horses as well out in Loxahatchee. Um, but when I turned 13, I got the opportunity to move to Manhattan, uh, to start working as an actor, kind of uh, right place, right time kind of thing. Someone saw me at a, a local competition, uh, talent competition down in Florida um, and my little brother as well. And uh, so we, we made the move to New York with, with you know, no real hopes, uh, but a whole bunch of dreams. <laughs> and um, it just, from the second I got there, signed with an agent and then it just started unraveling for me. And it was always just this really fun, 
passion that I had, never expecting it to be a full-blown career at any point. Um, you know, it's I had just as much fun putting on ice skates, playing ice hockey growing up or riding a horse. Uh, but this was just, you know, that next level of excitement and fun. Um, and so I was just riding with it. And it was just kind of one thing after the next. And I just, I couldn't believe how it just started snowballing. And then next thing you know, um, you know, able to start on Broadway at 17. And after that show is when I realized, okay, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I can do this for the rest of my life. And, you know, the love was so real and strong for it. It was no longer just the, the passionate thing I did as a kid. It was, okay. Uh, I want to be an adult and fight for this forever. And then things just, you know, kept, kept happening. And so it's just been the craziest whirlwind, uh, you know, from this kid from Florida that, you know, both my parents are <laughs> nowhere in the industry. Uh, nobody really in my family is except for our generation, my brother and I, and I have a couple of cousins too. Yeah. Um, so it really came out of nowhere. Um, but I'm so happy it did. And I'm just, you know, gripping it and just trying to ride it out as long as I can. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we're happy for that, too. Obviously, a great move to Manhattan for your family. And and I love how you said it was a passion to begin with, which mm -hmm. is why it's become such a success for you, because, you know, you have to love this industry. Um, as you know, your career, my career are not normal careers in this business. Um, not everybody gets that lucky break. Um, whether it's timing, whether being extremely, extremely, very, 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 very good looking like yourself. Um, uh, well, that. Or, one to know well you know, you just, you gotta <laughs> give props where it's, where it is. Um, but, but you know, it, it is a difficult challenge. Is there any advice you give any young people just, you know, for, for the industry that have that ambition, they want to jump in? 100%. I, I think you kind of just, this just kind of peppered on it a little bit. Uh, if your heart and body and mind and soul and every ounce of you is not fully 100% invested in the love of this industry, it's not for you because it is so difficult. There are so many ups, but so many downs. And it's during those down times that challenge us the most and really makes us dig in deep as to why we're doing what we're doing. And, um, I truly, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's in my core. I have to be doing this. I love it so much. Um, and if that's not the case for you, I'd highly suggest thinking of other things only because of how challenging and difficult it is. Um, and, you know, there are enough people who are have this burning desire and passion for the arts and for, for our industry that are going to keep climbing and fighting and scratching until they, you know, get to what they want and, and where they want to be. Um, and throughout my career, I've, I've found myself you know, there are points where maybe you get a little comfortable or you're on your show and, you know, everything's going well. So maybe you can kind of let off the gas a little bit and kind of let it ride. Well, I learned really quickly that the minute you let off the gas, even when there is success, that guy next to you who's still got the success and pushing just as hard as he ever was is going to keep on going through. Yeah. Um, so the work has to never stop. Yeah. Uh, and I found that to be the most important thing for me going through. Um, don't ever get comfortable um, always give my hundred percent. Um, even when it's easy to, to, to relax a little bit, yeah. there's too many other people that won't. So you, yeah. you gotta just keep going. Hey Amen. Strong, strong advice right there. Really strong advice. Probably some of the best advice I've heard on the show. Now for anyone who wants to binge watch the first season of 1883 on Paramount plus, what can you say about this prequel to Yellowstone? 
Uh, well, all 10 episodes are out right now. So you can literally start from beginning till end uh, and just binge away, which is really cool. We just premiered the last episode this past Sunday. Um, it is a wild, wild ride. The thing Taylor Sheridan does so impeccably, who's the creator of our show and Yellowstone and so many other, you know, great shows and movies we all love is his detail to authenticity. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't glamorize anything in any way. You are seeing raw, gripping, incredibly emotional uh, television, uh, which at times is very hard to watch because of how uh, realistic and true to the times that it was. Um, you know, you're going to see <laughs> your favorite characters come and go. Uh, you're going to see the realities of, of what life on the uh, American Wild Wild West was back then. Uh, for settlers and and for people trying to make it up north, it was intense and really, really difficult. And um, you see all the colors of that on the show, uh, which is uh, what I think people are responding to so well. I mean, you're 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 <laughs> don't go far from a tissue box and make sure you watch it on the biggest screen possible because yeah. it's just you know it's it's beautiful in so many ways. Yeah, truly epic. Truly epic. Mm -hmm. And you worked with some country music and acting icons like Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, Sam Elliott. What, mm -hmm. what has that experience been like for you? Uh, that was wild, you know, cause your whole life you, you idolize these people and look up to them and are such fans of their music or their work. Um, and you know, you kind of, you, you set these expectations almost in your mind of, of who you think they are or who you want them to be. And, uh, oftentimes, uh, maybe they aren't who, who you expected them to be. And so initially there's always that little uh, sense, at least for me of anxiety of, of, Oh man, we're going to spend the next five to six months together. I really hope um, you are everything that I've, I've dreamt you up to be in my mind throughout your work. Uh, and I could honestly say without a hesitation uh, and of a second, um, these were the most genuinely down to earth, incredible, incredible human beings. And I'm so blessed and privileged to have been able to work with them. I mean, Sam Elliott, my first day of filming, we're in this bar, big scene. It's an episode one where they're trying to convince me, Hey, come on the journey with us, you know? And I'm like, absolutely not been there, done that. I know what it takes. Um, but at the top, this, uh, extra, was supposed to come in and fill our water glasses and then supposed to walk off. That was her, that was her uh, duty. And this poor girl was so nervous. She's shaking. You could just read it all over her face. Like this is a big deal for her. She may have been, you know, a local talent they found here in Texas, probably not used to a big set like this and clearly a massive fan of Sam Elliott. So <laughs> it, it was just so overwhelming for her. And the poor girl, I think it was like on the second take comes over and spills the water all over the table. Oh. <laughs> everywhere. And she goes over and she's crying. And I'm, I look at Sam and I'm like, Oh man, this could go one of two ways. You know, um, they had to reset the whole thing. He's in the mode. So, you know, you, you hate to pull an actor out of the mode and they get set up and right before they're rolling the next take, he stops, he stands up, he says, stop, 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 stop. I'll be right back. He walks over to that girl. He gives her the biggest hug I've ever seen. Pulls her over, has a whole 15 minute private conversation with her sits back down. He's like, all right, let's do it again. Cameras are rolling. She comes over with more confidence and the biggest smile I've ever seen on her face and nails it from that moment on. And so I was just like, okay, Sam Elliott is an amazing guy who cares about everybody on set yeah. and just wants the product to be great for everybody. So that was, that was my first experience out the gate with him. 
and you know, that, that was, that's what set, uh, the, the tone for the rest of the shoot. And he just took care of everybody yeah. and, uh, really, really, uh, bent over backwards to make sure everybody was comfortable. Yeah, man, that's great. I love to hear that. You know, you having a great leader actor, it doesn't, it doesn't matter director, somebody who's a great leader on set that really can speak to anybody and change that moment in a second that, like, you know, he saw it, recognized it and also speaks volumes to why he's had such a successful career for so many decades. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Nobody likes uh, to work with an asshole. <laughs> no, I know. And you know, they're out there and it's always shocking to see, you know, uh, guys or women or whoever like that, that still do carry success, but they also carry a reputation and that's, you know, that's, that's no way to, to uphold yourself and especially in this career. So I can, uh, I can assure everyone out there, Sam Elliott's the man you want him to be. He's so a good dude. McGraw. They all are great. <laughs> you literally grew up backstage on Broadway. How can being exposed to live theater enrich lives of all kids? Oh, I think it's so important. That's where my love of the arts came was from theater. Um, you know, there, there's nothing more satisfying and fulfilling than um, immediate uh, response and reaction and, um, you know, or organic uh, performance because, you know, things things happen on stage that you can't redo and, you know, you, you, you just go along with it and that's the beauty of it. Um, there are no second, third, fourth takes. And so um, kind of experiencing that um, performance that nobody in the world is experiencing except for you in that moment mm is special and you, you, you don't, you don't feel that in, in most other aspects of the industry. And so, um, I think it's incredible. And I encourage anybody who has the opportunity to, uh, go see theater, um, or get on stage. If you want to be an actor, it's amazing training. Um, and, um, ultimately a, a beautiful way to just escape reality for those two hours that you're in that seat. Yeah, no, it is an escape. And I was lucky enough to, to be on Broadway, and I did go up on a line. I feel like, you know, it was like my 60th performance though. It was, I was well into the trenches of it, hadn't made any mistakes. And suddenly like, I'm like, I'm playing Lumiere and I'm like, but master, you need to, uh, uh, and like <laughs> without a beat, Steve Blanchard, who was playing Beast goes, do you think I, I Steve, do my you, brother oh, uh, yeah. Matt was chip in Beauty and the Beast for a long time. A great guy. Great Ugh. guy. He looks at me, he goes, do you think I should speak to her? I'm like, yes, that is, <laughs> but, uh, it was, uh, it was pretty, uh, pretty awesome. And, uh, obviously, you know, he's a pro, so like he picked up on it immediately. Um, yeah. but there is nothing quite like the theater. You and I both have daughters by the name of Molly. How has being a dad changed your priorities in life? Wow. Oh man. I mean, it's changed everything. Um, <clears throat> and, the coolest thing it's changed is, is nothing else matters quite as much. And so at the end of the day, knowing that I get to come home and see my little girl's face and smile and just, you know, hold her and, and be around that pure, innocent joy and love. Everything else that happens after that is just, it's okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> set is no longer my, my everything, you know, it's the thing that I, I, I strive to fight for and love, but I don't know. There's like a sense of peace. Just, just knowing that, that, that other more important thing in your life is, is fulfilling you in ways that nothing else in your life can. Uh, and it's just been so beautiful and so much fun. And, um, and they're going to love you whether you're a superstar or not. 
It, exactly. You already are a superstar to them. Which is amazing. And it's, the, the, it's been really cool. Um, cause she, uh, every once in a while she'll kind of walk into the room and, and, you know, my wife will be watching the show. And so, Hey, daddy's there, daddy, you know? And so she's like really piecing it all together. Now she's kind of just getting old enough to understand that daddy works on TV. And so she loves to like, even in like certain commercials where it's not me, but it looks like me. She's like, Oh, daddy, daddy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. In her eyes, daddy works all the time and isn't everything. So. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. You're, you're on the TV. <laughs> right. Right. It was really funny. Uh, one, one story, she walked in and, um, on 1883, my, uh, love interest and I were, we were kissing on screen and she walks in she looks up and my wife is blonde and, and beautiful. And the girl, uh, uh, Isabel May, who plays the character, same thing. And so she looks up, she goes, Oh, mommy's on TV too. Yeah. And my wife's like, that's yeah. not mommy. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's totally on it. She's like, yeah, yeah. Mommy, let's not confuse things. Oh, that's great. Um, no, that's good. That's a good, yeah. that's a quick, quick pickup there. Um, now that's uh my my daughter this morning actually my, my Molly because um, I've got three kids my Molly she's in the second grade and she's super articulate she takes acting classes she she just she loves the arts and and she's smart as a whip on top of that but she looked at me today and she goes Daddy are you going to be in anything that you know we could watch together as a family because it always seems like I'm doing something that's a little bit racy you know a little bit not you know she's not old enough I said as a matter of fact. I'm getting ready to start a football comedy, um, in Savannah, Georgia. And, and, uh, I was telling her a little bit about it and I said, it's a, it's a family movie. So yes, we're going to be able to watch this one together. And, but that, but kids, they, they're so attentive to those things. They know that and they see that. And, um, and she's, you know, and they're your biggest fans. It's the greatest feeling in the world. Yeah, no, that's so cool. It's funny you say that too, because we always joke about none of the stuff I do. My, my daughter can watch for a while but my wife is an animation actress and so she does voiceovers on all the cartoons that my daughter watches and so it's so fun because it's like she'll have mommy's career to kind of guide her through her childhood and then when she's old enough she can tap into the dark stuff <laughs> that's a nice balance yeah exactly <laughs> well being a successful actor and a producer is not an easy road what are some personality traits that help pave your path to success Oh, I mean, just understanding that what goes around comes around always in this industry is so important. Um, you know, who you who you treat and, and act and talk to today are most likely going to be the people that you're going to be seeing for the rest of your lives in our industry. And so I think just going out of your way to be respectful to everybody and kind and, um, you know, really understanding that that we're all in this together um, really goes leaps and bounds uh, I can't tell you how many times, you know, from the sound guy to uh, the director to someone that, you know, we only had a couple lines together. It always comes full circle and you're always going to see the same people. And, and reputation in this industry is everything. Um, people want to know that you're easy to work with and, and kind and, and, and all the things. And so for me, that's, that's been the most important is just making sure, um, even on my worst and, and, and hardest of days and days where you're just exhausted and tired, um, everybody's doing and t just as tired as you are. We're all, we're all doing long days together. So it doesn't, it's not hard. Just be nice. <laughs> you know, I try my best to just be nice to everybody because 
as I said, it will, you know, it's so great that you say that. And it truly is these sets. It's such a mechanical machine that, and everybody's also scrambling simultaneously. Everybody knows their place. Everybody knows their job and everybody's in, in the same trenches that you are. But I'll tell you what, getting to know everybody's name, talking to everybody, being kind to everybody, they're going to go out of your way, their way to support you and lift you up, whether it means giving that extra pop of light that you need, you know, hopefully you didn't piss off the lighting guy the day earlier. And like, he's like, yeah, he's fine. It looks great. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Exactly, man. Exactly. You know, we're we're all looking out for each other here and yeah, you said it. I mean, it it really, uh, it makes all the difference in the world and we all have bad days, but you know, let's, you know, it, Shelf them if you can. You put them someplace else. You won Broadway's Tony Award as a producer on playwright Matthew Lopez's multi-award winning play, The Inheritance. What attracted you to jump on board as a producer in this epic play? Um, you know, <clears throat> theater, uh, as I said before, has, has, has always been my first love in the arts. And it's what, uh, you know, guided me to where I am in, in film and TV today. And so having had been on Broadway as an actor, I always knew that one day I wanted to produce a Broadway show. I started, you know, kind of with some independent film stuff and, and then uh, some TV stuff. And, but really I always wanted to, to do it as uh, on Broadway. And so over the years, there were uh, quite a, a few scripts and opportunities that came my way that I, I didn't pull the trigger on. I just really wanted to make sure I checked every single box. And uh, finally the, the impair, the inheritance came across my desk and, um, it just, it, it spoke to me right away. It was the most incredible uh, play I'd ever read. And I just knew I needed to be a part of this in any way I could. Um, and it was right after it was just in London and won the Lawrence Olivier Award for Best Play. And so it was coming to me already with this success. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we, uh, we jumped on board, my wife and I, and um, was so happy we did. It was incredible to to kind of see how it all worked on the other side of the, of the theater business. You know, I only mm-hmm. knew it as an actor. And so it really was um, interesting for me to learn the the creative process and you know what it takes to get it to the stage. And um, I really wanted to learn. And, 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 and more importantly, how, what it takes to recoup the prop profits. You know? Right. right <laughs> Cause, cause exactly. it, it's a crapshoot, just like, you know, producing a film, you know, you don't know, you got to really love it and be willing to take the, you know, the lumps, yeah, it's true. I think it's the hardest industry there is for producers. Um, you know, you're, you're lucky to get that one hit um, out of every 25, 30 shows that come through Broadway. So it, it is tough, uh, but it's incredibly rewarding. And, um, you know, we were fortunate enough uh, to, to get some uh, incredible acclaim on the play. And, um, you know, we ran up until uh, COVID hit, which was tough on everybody. So the whole whole theater community shut down. Um, but there's, um, life beyond, uh, our New York run and we're slated to get put up all over the place. And HBO was talking about doing a, a, a filmed version of it for, wow. for their platform. So that's fantastic. Um, yeah. It's just been so great. And, you know, getting, getting to really go full circle as being there as an actor and as a producer just gives you so much more knowledge about how everything works and I uh, wouldn't have traded it for the world. 
And that's a great advice that you're talking about there anyway, that I, I reflect on often. And it's for anybody who's getting in the industry is understand every aspect of the business, because you never know when you, you're, that thing is going to shift. And, you know, sometimes actors lives, even though we could live to be a hundred and still be acting, sometimes our, our acting careers, they get shelved and we're not necessarily getting called on those jobs. Um, so it's nice to be able to know all facets and be able to move laterally if needed. Absolutely. And that's really why I started producing in the first place was A, to learn more about the industry, but B, to have something to lean on uh, when I wasn't working as an actor. Um, so I was like, well, let me just create my own thing. Let me, I don't need to wait and, and put my, you know, <laughs> life in somebody else's hands. I can go and do it myself. And so that's why I first started it. And um, then I realized really quickly, oh, if you produce something, you get to choose who you work with. And if I just keep doing things with all the people I love and my best friends and, you know, uh, hiring and working with, with people that I know, love and trust, it's the best case scenario. Yeah. You know, people like Judd Apatow and Adam Sandler and these guys that they just hire all their best friends and do the, all their movies together. And I'm like, what, what better, uh, you know, how, how much better could it get than that? Yeah. You never work a day in your life. You're hanging out with your buddies. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that's, that's been the coolest thing. Now as an actor producer, you're a storyteller. How does entertaining the world with stories help all of us escape the pressure of our everyday lives? Oh, I mean, gosh, it's, it's, I mean, it's truly an escape. You're, you know, you're, you're fully emotionally and mentally throwing yourself into whatever you're, experiencing as the viewer or <clears throat> as the performer. And so your life is not, is not anywhere in your mind when you're invested in, in, in your art and your role that you're portraying. And so it's, to me, it's the, it's the best escape. It's my therapy. It's um, you know, I can even pull, which we often do as actors, you know, okay. Um, I remember how terrible that made me feel in my life. And I remember the emotions I went through when I felt that and I can utilize that and car, carment. Uh, no, I, I get stuck on that word myself. Carp, <laughs> carp, compartmentalize. Carp, yes. <laughs> that word. Yes. In your brain and in your body and in your soul. So you can pull from that when you're escaping in, into your roles. And uh, for me, that's just been the most fun thing about it. Like, okay, I'm not feeling good. Let me just utilize that and channel it into a role or a, an opportunity um, and just forget my problems and make it somebody else's and utilize that to, to my benefit. So it's been so cool to, to be able to escape that way. So somebody who's not an actor is there some something that you might recommend? Like, cause I like this. I like this, you know, the escapism. Uh, mm -hmm. Is there, is there something that maybe somebody at home like goes, eh, I don't really want to be an actor, but is there so something that you do that helps you on a daily basis? Say if you get into a, 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 a little funky spot, you feel a little down or depressed. Do you have any, any mantras or anything that you use? Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, <clears throat> My kids, for sure. Uh, I do lean on them a lot when I'm, when I'm not feeling well and, you know, they can always bring a smile to my face, but in terms of uh, the business or acting wise, or it's interesting because I feel like I go through phases of what works and what doesn't work for me. Um, um, you know, for me, um, 
reading helps a lot, you know, diving into um, a script, um, you know, seeing that play out in my mind, it, it makes me forget about what I'm thinking about and really try to visualize what it is um, I'm investing my, my time in at the moment. Um, even if you're not an actor, it's so fun and so cool because scripts are available and you can pick up pilots, you can pick up the movie of the Godfather, the scripts are out there and you can yeah. purchase them or you can find them. And, um, you know, it's a great escape and it brings you into the world and it really makes you focus. Whereas, you know, when you're watching a movie, you can turn away and turn back because it'll keep rolling. Right. Well, the script's not going to keep reading itself. So <laughs> no matter what you have to escape for as long as you're reading those words. And, um, if, I, th- I think my manager said that at one point, really? Script's not going to read itself. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, you know, get, get your hands on a script. You never know. Uh, it's, they're fun to read and it's really cool, especially if you've never experienced reading a script. It's a whole, it's completely different breakdown and so much happening within the, 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 the dialogue and such. So, um, and they read, know, and they read pretty fast too, which is also like, you're not committing yourself to like a big chapter book where you're going to, it's going to take you a couple months to get through. Right. No, absolutely not. I mean, you know, yeah, easy read fast and I don't know, it's worked for me and it's, it's been a lot of fun. So, um, might, might, might think about giving it a try. <laughs> I like it. I like it, man. If you could take a ride, as everybody does on my show in the Jacob Young time machine, what advice would you give teenage Eric Nelson, who grew up backstage on Broadway? Wow. Hmm. That's a great question. Um, wow. Well, I mean, I definitely tell myself, um, keep going, keep fighting. Um, it's going to happen. Um, I, I remember when I, after I finished the show, I had this lull period between being a kid child actor to transitioning into an adult actor. And so there was like a chunk of time where it was really, really hard for me to find roles and find who I was and who I was going to be in this industry, um, and kind of make that transition. And, uh, I saw so many people that I'd grown up with that just sailed straight through seamlessly. And so, um, you know, there was some points where I was really close to maybe even giving up. Um, but the love was always there and the passion. And so I couldn't, I, I couldn't allow myself to, if I wanted to. Um, so I would, I would just, I would say, um, it's happening. Focus and trust in yourself. Stop worrying about the people around you. Stop uh, uh, judging yourself based off of other success that you're seeing. Um, and despite the type of person that they, they might be, none of that is a reflection on yourself or your work or your dedication. So don't worry about the BS or the people around you. Trust in yourself and it's going to happen. Great advice, man. Beautiful. And my last question for you today is my sponsor, Boys Town. I've visited their campus. Their motto is, he ain't heavy, he's my brother. Meaning, many, many years ago, Father Flanagan, who established it over 100 years ago, Boys Town, um, when they were just trying to get proceeds to take care of kids, there was a, a kid who was disabled and he was not able to get around. So the boys would take turns carrying him to the football match or taking him to class. And Father looked at one of them one day and said, isn't he heavy? He said, he's not heavy, Father, he's my brother. Mm. Meaning in our lives, we all have to be carried sometimes. Who's carried you, Eric? 
Wow. That's an amazing quote. What a special, special guy to say that and then program to, to kind of fuel that. Um, that really took me. Um, my mom, 100% since day one has been supportive of my passions and loves and dreams and uh, really um, encouraged me to, to be me, uh, which has been so helpful. And then that led me to finding my incredible wife uh, who then kind of took the reins and, you know, carries me in more ways than I knew I needed to be carried in. Um, so it's been, it's been really special for me to have those two, two women in my life that have been so influential to me and really, really um, have and continue to shape the man that I am today. So I'm God, God bless me with a wonderful mother and an incredible wife. And she's blessed to have a wonderful son like you. And uh, that was really beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And I want to say thanks so much for joining me today. Everyone should check out 1883 on Paramount+. Plus. You can binge watch the whole season, which is what I did. Eric is such a talented actor and he's a producer. When you see his name, it's Nelson spelled with an E-N, <laughs> which I made that mistake. Um, you know you're going to be in for an entertaining production, whether it's on a network TV series, a streaming TV series, in the movies, or on stage. I'm wishing you continued success, my friend, especially in the hardest, most rewarding job of all, being a dad. Jacob, thank you so much, brother. This has been such a privilege and an honor. And God, I love to see you and catch up again. I just wish we could have done it in person, but hope we can soon. I hope so, too. I'm looking forward to that day. Real Conversations is proud to announce our partnership with Lane Frost Brand. We'll be doing a monthly giveaway of a different item each and every month. So be sure to enter. All you have to do is follow at Real Conversations with Jacob on Instagram, tag two friends, and be sure to download the latest episode of my podcast. And in the meantime, make sure you check out all the amazing merchandise for the whole family at lanefrost.com. That's about all the time that we have for today. But Real Conversations with Jacob Young, the mental health podcast, is sponsored by Boys Town. And at Boys Town, their slogan is, he ain't heavy, he's my brother. And for over 100 years, Boys Town has been saving children, healing families. They're only one call away. They're always there to help. So please go to boystown.org for all the details on how to access Boys Town's health services. Or just simply go to yourlifeyourvoice.org. If you're in crisis or need immediate help, please call the trained counselors at the Boys Town National Hotline. 800-448-3000. Again, 800-448-3000. Or text VOICE to 20121. Thanks for joining me on Real Conversations. I'm Jacob Young. Until next time, love yourself. Love each other.